Twice a week, Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay dissect the biggest topics in Black culture, politics, and sports on their show, Higher Learning. They discuss the most important and timely conversations while also frequently inviting guests on the podcast and occasionally debating each other. Check out Higher Learning on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We have a special Mac Mania edition right now. Listen, we have a special guest, somebody I've been tracking down. Listen, I've very creepily been sliding this woman's DMs for like three <laughs> or four months. I'm thinking a man's going to come after me, knock me out, hit me in the head with a chair. But it was worth the risk because I finally tracked down Miss Renee Paquette. How are you doing? Bonjour. Bonjour. So nice to see you. It's been a minute. How are you? Um, well, I, re- I really, really appreciate you for taking the time. And it's, of um, yeah, it really, it really means a lot to me because um, we're all big fans and we all see what you do and, and how you handle your business. And we're going to get to you in a second. But I wanted to read this quote right out the gate and get Uh-oh. your reaction on something. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, because I don't know if you know this, but we have a theory on the show on the Mac Mania podcast that Flobo Boyce does not like people from Canada. Whoa, whoa, yep. whoa. That's not no, true at all. It's not a theory. Hey, it's not hey, a I just, wow. I just want to put this wow. out real good. So, and I just want to read this quote. How could you? No, that's not true. Listen, listen, listen. Before, before you deny it, hear me out. Listen, for the lovely Renee, listen to this. There's a quote from the lovely Renee. Edge just has such a great way of connecting with people. There's such an authenticity about what he does. And that's his Renee Paquette picks yeah. Edge for Promo Skills of the Year Award. Now, I love that quote. It's a beautiful quote, but what you don't know if you've never tuned into this podcast, Miss <laughs> Renee, is Flobo does not like Edge. Why are you going to do this? So I, I, you I gotta... wanted you to tell Flobo why Edge is so dope because he always seems to talk about Edge when we don't even bring him up. You do bring him up. You just did. Wow. <laughs> you just... Yeah. Wait, wait, where does like your, your hatred of Edge stem from? My question. soul. <laughs> Deep down in my soul, ma'am. Like right there in the heart. Like right. Of it. right there I, I mean, burns. listen, the man has been around for some time. Like I said, he knows how to connect with the audience. Mm. He's got those beautiful promo skills. Yeah. Uh, and, and what I was talking about, I mean, he's always been a great promo. But when I was talking about that, especially during the pandemic time, I feel like he really stepped it up. More than mm. most people. Um, I will always remember being backstage when I was still with WWE and Edge had returned, uh, building up to WrestleMania to, I believe that was when it was the greatest WrestleMania match of all time with uh, him and Randy. And him getting ready in the in like a dark corridor, going over his promo, going straight to camera, because people were trying to figure out how are we doing promos now that there's no, there's no audience? Um, how are we going to do it in this empty arena situation? I feel like Edge was the first one to like really tap into that. 
And I, I just, I feel like he kind of changed the game a little bit. Again, he's a dude that just keeps reinventing. He hmm. looks better than ever. He, and, and like, I'm just talking promos here. We're not even talking in the ring. Cause if we get into the ring, wow. that's a whole different conversation, but the dude is firing on all cylinders. Wow. Renee just cut a promo on Flobo. Flobo, do you have any thoughts? I love Canada. I don't know why I'll say I don't love Canada. <laughs> Canada is great. Also, I I'm would just... like to point out that it is national chip day today. And there was Thanks. like a whole thing on like ketchup chips. So if you've, had that's my favorite. Chips. I love well, ketchup chips. Some hers. Oh, that was my that was my jam. So girl. phony right now. No, it's, it's true. It's so <laughs> Yo, that was a fat boy pop. That was not. <laughs> that was all authentic. What are you kidding me? No, no, I'm, I'm messing with. I'm messing with. But he always we always tease him about Edge because he always has some kind of chip on his shoulder about Edge. But Miss Renee just Amber Hart. My Amber Hart. Yo, it is. It's crazy. It's Brett. It's weird. We started realizing this. We're talking about certain wrestlers, and they always like. Wait a minute. Are they forgetting? Like, Canadian. It's weird. So you never talk about like Christian though, and, ever. And maybe the problem is like all of like the good guys from Canada. Maybe there's something about like the purity to their style. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe there's something mm -hmm. there. Maybe you want someone that just like brings a little bit more of like a God. <laughs> what, what's the word? I don't know. I, I think you want that like mean streak. <laughs> he's, like, he's always he's like I love Trish. He's like I love Trish. Like, what the hell? I, I, I love Trish. Christian, that's Trish, a, Lance Storm. That's like, they, they don't count now. Who hates Canada? That's like saying no. I mean, Trish. that's like saying I like to breathe. Of course, yeah, of who course. Like Trish? I'm yeah. a fan. Um, I will say I was just in Toronto last week and I got to spend some time with Trish and she's the baby whisperer. My kid is obsessed with Trish. She did not want Trish to leave. My daughter's nine months old. And Trish was like leaving and my kid was putting her arms out to Trish as if Trish was the one that carried her for nine months and <laughs> provided life to her. That's the magic of Trish Stratus. Talk, talk to me about that. Talk to me about, about motherhood and, and what's it like being a mom and, and how you're juggling and balancing that. The, the, the age old question of how you balance in your career with your baby and raising and being a mommy and doing all kinds of cool stuff with your baby. How's yeah, it? How's, it's how's like. Life? It's great, but it, it's constantly changing. You know, it's like as soon as I'm like, ah, oh, cool, the baby's doing this thing, then like the next week she's moved on to another thing. So once I feel like I've solved it, she changes the game on me. Um, but no, it's it's awesome. It's really cool. I mean, I've been really lucky that I've been working from home so I can just pop upstairs. She hangs with either dad or grandma or, you know, a neighbor, whoever's around <laughs> I can pop up, get some work done. Um, so it's, I've been really, really lucky in terms of like being able to juggle things in that sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like anything, your brain gets a little bit scrambled up. It's like, I'm thinking about what she needs. She's got a cold right now. So I'm like, what does she need? How do I handle this? I don't know how to take care of a baby with a cold. I've never done it before. Um, and then also thinking like, oh wait, this thing I need to talk about on my podcast. I got to make notes for this. And it's like the prep time for things. You guys know, it's not just always turning on a microphone and shooting the shit. There's a lot more prep that goes into it than that. So sometimes my head is spinning as I'm trying to prep for something where I am going in to do an interview. And I'm like, oh, my God, did I prep enough? Do I have enough of do I know what I'm doing? I'm constantly just asking myself if I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I respect that. Like, what are we doing here? We're professionals. Uh, so yeah. about your career, I know the sessions are doing really well, but I was tuning into uh, your other podcast, Throwing Down with uh, Renee and Misha. How's yeah. that? As, uh, working with SiriusXM, having that little bit of that MMA plus everything else kind of vibe on your on the audios. Yeah, it's really cool. It's nice 
to delve into another sport. I've always been an MMA fan. I've always been a combat sports fan. So for me to be able to kind of pivot into that world and to be able to bounce ideas off of, you know, one of the greats in Misha Tate, um, it's been really awesome. And it's such a different world than television. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that because I'm like, oh, right. We're in radio. Like, you know, the camera's on much like we're doing right now, but for three hours of the show, we're just kind of like hanging out and it's a different energy. It's a different pace. Um, but yeah, I, I really love being able to dabble into, uh, into another world and talk some other sports. Also trying to like catch Misha up to speed on what's going on in professional wrestling. Cause she has not a clue. Um, so I'm constantly like, check out this, watch this. Hey, maybe you'll like this. Um, so I think I might've got her more interested in checking out Paige Van Sant now part of AEW. Mm -hmm. That seems like the natural, um, crossover for her. Um, but yeah, it's been really, really fun. I love that. I mean, my Mondays, they feel packed being up here for three hours. It's like an episode of Monday Night Raw, baby. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun uh, fun little side note here, small world note. Misha Tate and I actually went to the same high school. Not at no the same way. time, but uh, same high school. Yeah, in Tacoma, Washington. But, oh, that's uh, awesome. But something I have a question for you is that, look, you've got all this stuff going on, whether it be a, a cookbook, a, a podcast, another podcast. All this stuff is going on. Mo everyone thinks you're like a, a mogul. You're doing all this stuff. But anyone else, we'd say, get a real job. Why are you doing all these other side projects? With, when you, with all this stuff you're doing, how do you decide what the next thing you're going to work on is? Mm. Well, right now, I do feel like my plate is really full. So it has to be the right thing. It has to be the thing that either I need to make room for or I stop doing one of the many things that I'm doing. It has to be um, that kind of a gig. Um, and, you know, it's it's cool now that now as the world has like somewhat recalibrated and we're kind of figuring things out mm. again and studios are open and, and you know, different jobs are starting to come up and productions are open again. Um, I definitely miss doing television. It's great that I'm able to work from home, especially with my daughter here. Um, but yeah, there's, I definitely miss, I, I want to go through hair and makeup. Look at me. What is happening? <laughs> I need to like put on a cool outfit no, and like you, brush my adorable, hair. Renee. Let's, can we just stop I mean, this foolishness? I mean, Look, we got to stop. You're, she's always cool. We all I don't know, know Renee fine. We know Renee fine. We just, can you stop this foolishness? <laughs> you're also cool. I mean like, oh, you, you see the right. session's <laughs> graphics. You're like, dang, Okay. I know. Your <laughs> yeah. is crazy. Uh, so I, I was actually uh, perusing the book, uh, Messy in the Kitchen, My Guide to Eating Deliciously, Hosting <laughs> Fabulously, and Sipping Copiously. And you've done what's called a live sign where you have people interview you about the book. People ask you questions. Watch that out. But there's a bit of controversy going through the book and that live sign where you said pancakes are better than waffles. Can you expound on this? Because I'm confused. I just, I've never mm. been a huge waffle person. I That's think a that a pancake, take. so yes, a waffle has the divots to hold on to the syrup, but I want it to be absorbed. I want the syrup and the butter you and the, the batter to become one. That's the way I see it. I'm, I, I, I disagree. But <laughs> I can't okay. believe this. <laughs> I didn't know she's the first person I ever heard that likes the absorption. Yes, I, mean, I want the absorption. I want it all there and then I want to like add more into it. I just like a pancake. You know what? I even like like a bullshit like frozen pancake that I can just like pop in my Because it sounds it doesn't it sounds like you don't like the pancake. You like what the pancake is absbing, right? Like they are the right conduit now, for the butter and for the maple syrup. 
Or, you know, if you want to put a jam on there, if you want to do a little dusting of some powdered sugar, oh. you've got that option. The options are endless, but like, yeah, like I've never been down and I've never, not sure I should say I've never been down, but I've never had chicken and waffles. Um, and I know that that is, you know, I need to kind of dabble into that world, yes, but I, I like keeping mm-hmm. it all just sweet. I've never done the sweet savory combination. Mm. I also just went to a Cracker Barrel for the first time. Um, <laughs> and I, I feel like I, sh- yeah, anyways, I'm, I'm just kind of expanding my palate in the breakfast foods world. Uh, well, what was your go-to meal at, at Cracker Barrel? Damn, good question. Well, okay. So this is not fair because I actually went into Cracker Barrel to feed my daughter. So John and I were just driving back from Toronto and I was like, we got to stop and let the kid out, stretch her legs. Let's get her some real food. So I just ordered breakfast so that I could give her some scrambled eggs, which she threw all over the floor. Um, so it kind of, it, it didn't really go that well, but John ordered the beignets and they were good. They were real good. I also have a little bit of a problem with sausage gravy. I don't know that I'm into it. Okay. That's, that's, that's polarizing. I understand that. I, I get was, that. that was polarizing. I, I, get, I understand. Thing, that's the hottest thing in the podcast right now. I want, I like a good like brown gravy. So I feel like sausage gravy is definitely not a thing in Canada. I had never heard of it until I was in catering with WWE one day. I was like, what is this? Because they used to do breakfast for dinner on the SmackDown after pay-per-views. It was a big Big moment. Me and uh, me and Big E were the only people that really went to bat to try to keep that alive, and it didn't happen. Um, but that was the first time I'd ever had that white gravy. I don't. Know, maybe I've just had it in weird instances. You know, I've had it in catering. I've been able. You know, it, I've never really had it at its prime, at its peak. And I don't know if it's getting much better. I think you're good. Like your your impression is there. It's not getting okay. too much better than what you were thinking. And the I like a good brown gravy. You know, I had like fish person, and yeah. chips. I just had fish and chips and had like the brown gravy and like, come on, that's Let's it. Let's go. Mm. Have you ever that's had French di- fries and gravy? Love, love French fries <laughs> and gravy. It's crazy to me that French fries and gravy is not really a big thing in the U.S. It's huge in Canada. It's here in Baltimore. And I is realize, it? Yeah, it's, I didn't. It's Baltimore agenda. <laughs> I can't believe for some reason, this. You should Renee, always but... be able to get a side of gravy with your fries. I mean, poutine, <laughs> of course, is the thing in Canada, which is you know another reason why I would lean towards that brown gravy more. But um, I'll put gravy on anything. Sign me up. This Renee, for some reason, Brian Waters, my intrepid producer, chocolate captain planet, as I call him, because he <laughs> saves the day with production. He, for some reason, he thinks Baltimore is like the center of the universe. He feels like uh, yeah. the, the first <laughs> human being was created in Baltimore because he's from there. So he always going to put over Baltimore. You can't I trust anything. Say, I didn't say all that, though. Baltimore <laughs> I mean, does have it good was implied. food, though. They've got good food. I'm a big seafood person, so like, See? give me a crab cake all day, every Dang. day. I'm just I'm I'm messing with it, Miss Renee. What's the crazy? Listen, how is it like being Renee though? Because I know you get all kinds of like thirst tweets and thirst DMs, and you have to do this, even with your man as like prominent and as strong and as powerful as he is. How how often do you get harassed by like random people trying to like just harass Miss Renee? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, <laughs> you know what? I feel like I have had my quality filters on all of my social media for so long that. I kind of don't see it that much anymore. I also don't go through my DMs. I only get DMs. Like I only see the ones from the people that I follow or if it's like someone with a blue check mark or something. But otherwise, I don't really see them. Um, And that is great peace of mind. I couldn't imagine being like, I wonder what 
what's in here and like scrolling through it. Cause like, holy shit. It'd either be people like asking me weird questions about John or like spewing hate at me or like wanting a picture of my feet. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's like a weird menagerie. So so- <laughs> I yeah. got to say my next question. Then, <laughs> that- for sure. For sure. Um, oh, was your next question, Jack? Was yeah, my next question was to see if we could get a picture of your feet. Right? Okay, <laughs> hey, wiki feet, let's go. Let's make a buck. She's oh never coming back. Yo, yo, Miss Renee, you'd make a grip, though. You would make a lot of money. Like, you, will you ever think about this? This interview is going off the rails. Do you, no, do because you, I have terrible feet. I don't have good feet. John makes fun of my feet all the time. He's like, what is this? Huff. He makes fun of all the time. Did you, so would you, did you ever think about that kind of crazy stuff? Like OnlyFans or anything like that? Would you no. ever... What's what's your no. what's your what's your pushback so, on that? I'm not saying you don't. I just want to know, like, because there's it's a different thought process. Like, what 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 would not make Renee do? Let's say you you weren't as successful as you were and more popping like you were. Like, what would you you would not go there? But not that I, it's not that. It's just like I don't feel like my personality necessarily gels with that. Like, I don't know. I think for the people that it works for, hell yeah, get out there, make that money, mm-hmm. do the thing that makes you happy. Like by all means. I just think if like all of a sudden I posted like fi- like sign up to my OnlyFans, people would be like, "No, I think I'm good." Like I don't <laughs> think people need to see that. I, I I don't think that people need that like sexier side of me. Also, like it's, it's like it. I don't know. There's like a goofiness to that. It, me doing like a legit sexy photo. I'm like sweating right now thinking about it. No <laughs> I, one needs it. Do you, do you think yeah. do you consider yourself that you are you cool with somebody saying like you're the girl next door? Or you're like, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, you cool with that kind of stuff. Not yeah. everyone likes that kind of thing. But, but yeah, that's it's your funny. Cool I know some people feel like offended by that. But like, no, I mean, I, yeah, I think that I feel like that kind of fits the bill. You know, I feel like I'm the girl people want to have a beer with yeah. or they want to like hang yep. out and have a conversation with. So I'm okay with that. I feel like that's my livelihood. So if those things kind of go hand in hand, then great. Yeah. I don't know if I could personally handle the rejection of starting an OnlyFans and it not working, but <laughs> imagine, <laughs> holy shit. I didn't even think no about that. Could you imagine up? if you do it? Like, no one subs. <laughs> that would be so sad, but I do feel like it, it might be one of those like you know, like a car wreck situation where people are like, do I need to see this just to see what the fuck is going on under there? Maybe. <laughs> well, you know, well, you, you talk about having your DMs, uh, ter- the quality filter uh, on and uh, whether or not you want to do things like OnlyFans. But my question for you is you have shows, you've been very successful in your shows. I'm sure people are reaching out constantly to either be on your show or for you to be on their show. Oh, so sure. my question to you is- I was harassing is, her for like four months. I know. <laughs> you know, I actually Why? feel really bad about that because I mean, when you get busy and honestly, I feel like the, uh, until like right now, because I was just away for a few days, I'm like, okay, I've come up for air. But otherwise I'm like in the trenches. I'm like, what do I have to do? What's happening? Where am I going? That's like, it, it gets so busy. I was, but- I, listen, I, I, I would have did it for four more months. I was just happy you responded. <laughs> I seriously, listen, we, we all big fans. I was like, man, I was like, and I was like, Miss Renee, I was, um, can I please um, have an interview with you, please? I was like, I was like, can I, um, I just, if you have some, if you have a moment. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy to be able to pop on and hang out with you guys. You do. You're a most um, requested guest of so, all yeah. time. Well, but yeah, well, it, it's rough because I, you know, when I'm, you know, even doing two episodes a week for my podcast, it's mm. still like a considerable amount in terms of booking guests and putting out content and blah, blah, blah. But also it's still not enough time to always get in all the people that I want to get in, especially in like a timely manner. You know, I feel like it was like really crazy. It was like, so-and-so is released and this person's released and this and this and this. It's like, oh my God, I need to like 
stay on top of this, but then like you feel, I'm like, wait, am I only doing interviews that are like that? Is that becoming a little bit redundant? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I I feel like I'm constantly just kind of like reflecting on who's on the show. What are the conversations we're having? How can we switch it up? Because as much as I obviously love having wrestlers on my show and I love having my friends on the show, Mm. there's times that I want like a really great palate cleanser, like having on a marriage and sex therapist or having on an actor or a musician or somebody just like someone else just from a different walk of life. It's always fun to switch it up because I feel like that keeps me on my toes more than anything. Sometimes I just go into, I'm like, I kind of already prepped for this other interview and it translates into this other one. Mm. So not that it's like a, a crutch in that sense, but you know, in the wrestling ones too, it's like, I generally know a lot of people's stories already, which can make it great in terms of like plucking some great information out of people. But then there's somebody like Dax Hardwood and Cash right. Wheeler, and they had stories that I was like, wait, what? Strong I had in like Lindsay Dorado, like these conversations with these dudes that I know. But when you're sitting around ringside and you're at like a TV date, am I going to get into like, oh, where, you know, what was your childhood like? Like, no, it doesn't really come up that way. Yes. So it's cool to be able to get another perspective of people that I already know and a different understanding of where they come from and, and what their their journey has been like. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know, sometimes when I have uh, guests on my shows, there's that, that little bit of nuggets of wisdom that go, oh my gosh, I'm glad I'm doing what I'm doing <clears throat> to uncover right. the stories. But there are some weeks out there when you're doing the, that booking in advance, you're like, what am I doing this for? I could have been a TV repairman. So let me ask you this. What, what was your motivation, those down periods, those down weeks? You know, you're juggling all these plates, spinning the brand, trying new projects. What makes you go, no, the sessions is still pushing on. I'm going to keep on finding those guests for the program. Um, You know what it is, honestly? So... You know, there's times that I feel like I'm like really hitting my stride and I've had a great conversation, something that sticks with me, like long after we've closed our laptops, we've shut down the zoom and, you know, I've sent off my fucking, we transfer, um, <laughs> that, you know, it, but it sticks with me. And that's something that I'm like, okay, that lets me know that I'm going in the right direction. But there's also the, you know, ha- hearing from my peers that really enjoyed the show. Um, like, like Big E just reached out to me. Um, and uh, thank God he's okay, by the way. Max. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for, for him to reach out to me out of the blue and just let me know that he's listening to the show and he really loves what's happening to hear from somebody like Ariel Hawani and have him just reach out to me. Like, they don't have to do that by any means. So to have guys like that reach out and um, knowing that those guys with a good ear 
that they are liking what I'm doing, that means a lot to me. Ms. Renee, is that your, is that your goal when you do what you do and you have these interviews and you created this, this platform and this space for yourself? Is it, is it to have meaningful interviews? Is it to interview people that are, that are on your list of people to interview? Is, is it, is it to, to give us information? What, what is your goal when you, when you create the sessions each, each day going into it and coming up with all the content? It's the interesting conversations. That's where the whole idea came from, where it's like, you know, I never, it's funny, even though I've like played an interviewer on television for years and years, I never was like, oh, I'm an interviewer. Mm. I never thought of myself like that. So I didn't go into this being like, what's my hard hitting questions going to be like, that's not really what the vibe is. It's more so like just having like a hangout with people that I find interesting. And I, this sounds like cheesy, but I just, I find people fascinating. I find the things that people have been through really fascinating. So if I can just kind of like poke and prod and like sniff around a little bit and see what people have been up to and like what their journey is like, um, I, I love being able to do that. Um, and you know, especially even on like the wrestling side of things, it's like from the time that I have got to spend with so many of these people and knowing what some of their stories are, I'm like, man, they all have these really cool backgrounds or these like really interesting struggles that they've been through. And those are never stories that are going to be told on TV. Um, Mm. so I like being able to, to give that platform and and just give it a, a little bit more, um, a little bit more of a look of who these human beings are and and what they've been through. That's yeah. That's kind of my MO with the whole show. I can dig it. When when you recently had an interview with uh, your boss, Colin Cowherd, how did you, how did you, uh, how was that preparation different and what was it like? Was it a little more, were you a little more cautious about what you were asking or was it, how how did that, how did that go? (laughs) It's funny because I didn't feel that way until we sat down to do it. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. Let's not fuck this up. Um, (laughs) So I I was feeling very much like, all right, we'll just have a conversation. I was talking about his career and like, you know, as much we know about Colin's career, I want to talk about him as a person, what his, his relationship with his wife's like, what his relationship with his kids are like some of, you know, the ins and outs of things he's learned throughout his career. I mean, he was really ill not that long ago. So we spoke Mm. about that. Um, So, you know, I had these like, you know, jot notes written down of things that I wanted to talk to him about. But in my perfect world, I don't even use those notes. We just, you know, I've, I've thought about some of the things and I've ingested some of the information about who I'm talking to. But ideally, I don't have to reference that and we can just have a really great conversation. And of course, Colin is one of those guys. He also is a host and can talk by himself for three hours. Um, so I think that was something I was bracing for too. I'm like, am I going to get in a word edgewise with him? And he actually was very gracious and he let me stay in the, uh, in the host role. It's hard when you interview other hosts and broadcasters because they like, they want to take over. I've yeah. done that. I've done that a million times. So I, yeah. it's like a weird instinct. And bizarre. I, I, I- a couple, a couple more things before we, we get you up out of here. We do this every now and again. We do, like, everyone has their Mount Rushmore and everyone does Mount Rushmore wrestlers. Uh-oh. But I wanted to get, put you on the spot. I give people no time to prep for this because it's, it's all heart now. I wanted to get your top four Canadians, though. I need a Canadian Mount Rushmore <laughs> for Miss Renee Paquette. The four greatest Canadians, you, in your opinion. Okay, are we now. talking Canadian wrestlers or just Canadians nope, Cana- in general? Uh, Canadians oh, in general. No, you got okay. the Canadian floor. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. 
gosh. Um, mm-hmm. Only two spots left. I don't can hear I edge. Say, can I? <laughs> God. Oh, God. Um, We're going to tell everyone out, you leave off, too. too. Started out hot and heavy. Started I out know, strong. but wait, Mount Rushmore's five, right? Four. Four. <laughs> I know. That's, that's what makes it tough. You only get two more. <laughs> okay, I'm still solid on my first two is. picks. First two first are strong. Two picks, the great one. Solid. The great one and Mike Myers. I like it. Um. Shania Twain. Oh, deep cut. Deep cut. Cut. Um, what? I feel like a woman. That's the Um, Who am I last one be? I feel like I should go with it. Okay, then Bret Hart. I got to go for Bret Hart. This fucking good list. That list is strong. So we got we got Bret Hart, Shania Twain, the great one, Wayne Gretzky, and the great Mike Myers. If y'all ain't seen So I Married an Axe Murder, go watch it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my Lord. Excuse me, I ordered the That's a really good list. Flowers. I feel like that should be etched in stone somewhere up in Canada. Let's head up to the Rockies. Let's get it in there. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, okay, Brian so, can so, we make the uh, the clickbait headline? Uh, Renee doesn't think Edge is in the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Please. That's some bullshit. <laughs> coming off an interview and like something like that happens. It's like, wait. <laughs> so we got listen we got we got Miss Renee's Mount Rushmore but till I got another wrinkle to that Mount Rushmore now that you have that Mount Rushmore set they are all still here so what would you prepare them for dinner after you invited them over because they found out they're on the Mount Rushmore and they were so thrilled they wanted to come over to the crib and you have a meal prepared what would it be That's a really good question uh, I mean, I feel like I would have to do a poutine. There is a poutine in my cookbook, messy in the kitchen. There's, I have two poutines in the cookbook. So there's like the regular ass poutine. And then there is uh, the seafood poutine, the clam chowder poutine, which is awesome. It's uh, so totally good. the point of your question, but the cinnamon rolls recipe, oh. ugh, I'm going to make sure I try that next. They are so good. And let me tell you, that's the recipe that I fucked with the most because working with yeast can be a kick in the lady dick. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was going yeah, to agree they, with you, but you said, like, <laughs> <laughs> "You're like absolutely." Yeah, absolutely. I said, "What?" <laughs> okay, so Yo, poutine would have it. to be on the menu. I would do poutine. You know, I feel like I I wouldn't go really fancy. I think I would just do like burgers and fries. I think I would do the smoosh burger, right. which is in the cookbook, uh, like that In and Out style burger. Incredible. Um, I would do something like that with the poutine. Uh, and you know, maybe just throw a Caesar salad in there for shits in case someone wanted a vegetable dressed up in some creamy dressing. There you go. The it's meal. so not fancy. That's not fancy. In, in a Caesar, I would add a Caesar in there as well, which is like the Canadian cocktail of Clamato juice with a little Worcestershire shire. <laughs> um, <laughs> you've got the, the celery salt rim, a little shot of vodka that, yeah, that would you be see? it. Burger, that's the, that's, that's, teasers. This is your this is your menu that you curated for your Mount Rushmore. So you're the yeah. chef. So they, they, when they sit down, that's what they serve. This what they, this is what the hell y'all getting? Everyone loves a burger. I feel like Shania might be a little on the fence with that because I feel like she just is like ages in reverse. She'd be like, no, thank you, that's not for me. Uh, but the rest mm-hmm. of us could. Ah, uh, you know what? Wayne might hate that too. I don't know. This, that's a tough one. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I think you're all right. That's that joy. <laughs> Damn, I love you. I was a slap when I was growing up. 
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <laughs> um, now, finally, we be, well, there's one thing I presented to my producer, and I think it was hilarious when I'm on your Twitter, and it's, it's I got this thing, a segment I want to call, like, Renee's Tweets. We just wanted to just, we just have a, a few tweets that my intrepid producer picked out, and we just want to read them and just, we want to ask, I don't know, what the hell are you thinking? You know what I mean? They're not all bad. A lot of them, bad. some of them are dis- disrespectful, but we're going to get to why they're disrespectful. So I want to start out hot. I'm coming out the gate swinging. Okay. This tweet we have here, it says, chicken breast sucks. You heard it here first. What the hell is wrong with you? Do you disagree with me? Chicken breast pepper? over a chicken thigh? Oh, she's real. right. That's not she's that. right. She's right. Chicken, I mean, yeah, yeah, wait, 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 wait. chicken breast is Hold kind on. of the pancake of the chicken, Hold, though. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I will do thighs it? over breasts all day, Hold every on, day. Hold on, Miss Renee. Wait a minute. Did, I'm you a thigh that's guy. my favorite piece of the chicken. No, we can't. We're not. We didn't. We don't have to bring thighs into this. We've got to bring the thigh in because the chicken breast is it's bland. Oh. It's never, every time I cook it, I'm like, why did I make this? But a thigh, oh my God, give me like that darker meat. Oh, There's a little right, more dude. fat in it. Oh I'm my God. I'm a fan God. of dark meat too, Renee. I'm black. Because <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't tell. Uh, well, Renee, you should talk shit about wait, my what? tweet. <laughs> I did not, I didn't Surprise. expect, the re- I didn't respect, I didn't expect the rebuttal of the thigh. The thigh is undefeated. It's undefeated. <laughs> Man, go ahead, read the next tweet, Flo, but this is, I lost it for, I was, that was, On October 19th, 2021, you quote, say, I was gifted a loaf of garlic bread, and honestly, I don't think a more romantic gesture has been made. (laughs) What? When did John, why, oh, yeah, where were we? Were we home? Sometimes I send John out to the, like, John goes to the grocery store, and it's, it's really a crapshoot of what he's going to bring back from, what are we going to get? But the fact (laughs) that he brought me back, like, the like shitty garlic bread that's like in the foil that you just pop in the oven. And I mean, oh. shitty in like the best way that like it is yes. just yes. the fucking best. Yes. And it, I just feel like he saw me as the woman that I am. And, uh, you know, only he could do that for me. He he understands me. Romance. Oh, that's your <laughs> keeper. You uh, you tweeted a question, and as an interviewer, <laughs> I, that makes sense. But you tweeted a question, but you didn't answer it yourself. So I want your answer here now. All dress wanna, chips. Are you? I'm going to ask. Are you team leather or team oh. denim? Oh, I thought you were going to uh, go my chips tweet. No, no, no. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm all about the fashion. I want to know if you had to live without okay. one. Which one can you not live without? Leather or denim? Wow. If one of them I, disappeared forever, which one could you not live without? Well, I bio's, think, or what? So the bio does says you're a proud aficionado of the Canadian tuxedo. Well, there you go. Right? <laughs> I feel like given my heritage, my strong Canadian <laughs> lineage, I have to go denim. I can't, like, I need jeans in my life. Mm. I love the Canadian tuxedo. I want denim on denim on denim. 
That doesn't mean I don't own a <laughs> stupid amount of leather and faux leather jackets. I love a leather jacket. Max. But there's just something about the denim jacket that is unmatched. It's a hell of a look. And I think that everyone can pull it off. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I Not agree. everyone can pull yeah. off a leather jacket, by no, the way. No, but, but, but denim. Yeah. Denim, 100%. Denim's approachable, you know? You can be dangerous <laughs> and approachable in denim. Here's one I agree with. On January 14th, you said, also, I'll never understand the flack that mounds get. Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Ooh, I'm enjoying they, Scott they should. What did I say? The flack that who gets? The mounds, the candy, um, the candy. gets. <laughs> oh, what is up with that? I actually it's just, No, it's not. You don't no. want coconut covered in chocolate? What's, no, what, no. Why? <laughs> no, no. It's so good. I actually just doubled down on that tweet the other day because I, I saw Joy Taylor had like retweeted some like best candy bar thing. And I was like, I'm still going mounds. So this, is, a, mounds so this, is, so this is effectively a triple down right here. I'm in, but I know, love a mounds. Your I, logic of saying that breast isn't good because the thigh is better. <laughs> there's like 14 candy bars better than mounds. That's true. I know like the staples people want like, <laughs> you know, a Twix or I like mm. an O Henry, but here's the other truth. Ooh, I'm okay. not a wow. huge chocolate person i'm a savory person i want chips all day every day okay. i could live off chips okay so when i actually when i was looking at that tweet that joy taylor put out i was like do i want a payday because i like a payday but there's no wow. chocolate in a payday so i feel like that almost doesn't qualify i don't okay. know Maybe it's wow. good. like a heath bar i like a heath bar like a score bar Ooh, those- shout out to heath okay so Hell yeah okay so- almond joy is worse than mounds though or is it the same? I want I want a little crunch of the almond. <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell. Okay. There's a dramatic pause. I was like, oh no, what I do? Did I offend oh, Renee? Joy goes nuts. It's like mounds. mounds don't don't because. Because. I don't trick it. I so. like a mounds. I like an almond joy. Those are like, I feel like if I went out trick-or-treating and somebody gave me that, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm coming back to this house for sure. Uh, that was our get out of trouble card. My mother loved Almond Joy. So, they, oh, yeah, Mom, here, like, here you go, Mama. Here you go, Mama. I yeah. love you. <laughs> Almond Joys are good. All right, Miss Renee, one more and I'm going to get you out of here. November 29th, 2021. I had Cookie Crisp for the first time yesterday. Six out of 10. That's Cookies. not bad. Six Cookies. out of 10 is not bad. Cookies and milk. So, I feel like it's funny. I thought people loved um, cookie crisp. So we could never get cookie crisp in Canada. It was a big thing. If like someone's family was going to like Florida to go to Disney or whatever, like got to bring back cookie crisp. It was not a thing. So I think it was always revered in my mind as being this like outstanding cereal. And then I I had it and I was like, okay, I mean, it's not bad, but I don't know. Do I, I would never, I don't think I have it in my pantry. I don't Slightly need it overrated. in my domicile. No. How big of a factor is the milk you drink after in rating sure. the cereal? Sure. Sure. That, I, that is a big one. I know. Hold on. Hold on. What's flow ball? There's two things in play here. One, cereals are healthier now, unfortunately. And two, Miss McKenna just said she's just a free person. It's all sugar. It's cookies <laughs> and milk. <laughs> Wait a minute. True. So it's almost like my my vote like doesn't totally count. I, you know, John's like the cereal aficionado. He should be the guy weighing in on that. He is like the kid cereal king. Oh yeah, yeah I love cereal. Oh my god. Great. 
Is he yeah. one of the best when he's doing it to all? <laughs> he just bought the like the the Captain Crunch. Oops, it's all berries. Oh, oh my god! Wow, yeah, banger! Yeah, yeah banger. not bad. It's a good one. Not bad. I'm actually like I would if I had to pick like one sugary cereal for the rest of my life, it would be Fruit Loops. I oh, like that's big time. Loops is Classic. Good. Loops. A lot of people can't argue with that. If you say that, not a lot of people are going to argue with. It. They'll be like, oh, I, I like a that. Fruit Loops. Two carrots, yeah. Even this if they sweet. disagree, they'd respect it. oh miss renee thank you for taking the time letting us harass you for a few minutes of your day i really really appreciate you taking the time and talking about food and interviews and and stuff like that yeah i'm glad that i got to come on and like hang out with you guys this was a lot of fun thank you (laughs) thank you miss renee uh it was don't go through my tweets anymore (laughs) (laughs) shout out to edge baby And Shania. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) 